0: These are real people, they do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves, I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. and i think people realize how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are not only did this help me to write it it potentially might have helped some other people as well so it sort of started from there people just want to know that they they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things
1: so many people think they're alone and then you hear other people talk about it and they think oh that's you know that's so brave or i could relate to that um, and then they want to talk about it.
0: Hello and welcome to Open Journal. I'm Mike and I'm delighted to be here with you today. I hope you're well. I hope things are good for you. I'm also delighted to say that in this episode we've got a brand new guest. Abdul is joining us. We're going to be talking a little bit about karate, how it can be part of our well-being, our self-care, but also how it can help us overcome things like shyness, low self-esteem and low confidence. And Abdul's also going to share his own experience both as a younger person when he was a younger person and now as an adult as well. So a huge thank you to Abdul for sharing his own lived experience and his own insights. And we also hear a little bit about what karate and to some extent what sports can do for our well-being. Um, I've I really enjoyed having a a conversation with Abdul and, and talking about a subject that I, I'm pretty sure we've not spoken about on the podcast before. So it's really, really great to to kind of focus in on karate and, and talk about that. I really hope you enjoy listening in to our conversation. And as always, if you'd like to find out more information about the podcast or maybe even being a guest, you can do that on the website, which is openjournalbc.com. And if you've enjoyed the episode, fingers crossed, you do enjoy it. You can leave a podcast review uh five stars comments things like that all help other people discover the podcast and the conversations that we're having here so please do do that it does help other people become become aware of the conversations that we're having and potentially maybe they become a future guest as well or they use some of the resources uh that we talk about in some of the different conversations not much more to say than that again a big thank you to Abdul I hope you enjoy this episode here's our conversation Abdul, it's lovely to to sit down and have the opportunity to to chat with you today. Um, How have your last few days? How has your last week been? How are you feeling? Uh,
1: Hi, Mike. Yeah, it has been good so far. Um, I've actually took some days off. Um, uh, Yeah, because uh, it has been a very crazy week, actually. Uh, I've been at the uh, home building and renovating show. um, And it was very, very active and now it's just like i want to just take some days off (laughs) to recharge my batteries so yeah that has been good so far that's
0: really good that's really good it's really nice to hear when people talk about taking time off and it's for reasons other than a holiday because in my head like i i really struggle with taking time off because to me taking time off is to go on a trip and it's like why else would you take time off? But there's so many other reasons, but I still need to like hear that from other people for it to get <laughs> into my head. I'm like, cool, you do just need to take some time to like decompress or do some fun stuff that doesn't have to be a trip. Um, <laughs> so no, that's really cool to hear. What sort of show or exhibition was it that you went to?
1: Yeah, it's actually uh, everyone that wants to uh, rebuild their own house or they want just to buy some new products, like new bathrooms, doors, toilets, Uh, or just have a new painting, then they go to these kind of shows just to get some new ideas, talk with experts. Mm. Uh, They have like architects, builders, um, also planners. And the interesting thing is you can learn a lot uh, in these kind of uh, shows. So because they are people that you can actually, you know, uh, have a talk with, uh, there is this advice center, which is really interesting. You can just go there, book a session, uh, with one of the experts and just um, and talk with them. And it's actually uh, organized by Future, uh, which is the company um, which i are employed uh, with. And yeah, besides having uh, magazines, because they are a publisher, mm-hmm. uh, they also organize this kind of shows. They also have like other kinds of shows. Uh, but at the moment, I'm focused more on the home building and renovating. And yeah, it has been good so far. It's very interesting. Uh, I'm doing all the marketing stuff, so that's something I really like to do.
0: <laughs> oh, that's really interesting to hear. I always like, you sort of start to get into a new thing and hear about it, and you go, it's really interesting at the beginning, and then very quickly I'm like, it sounds very, very complicated and detailed. <laughs> 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 oh dear, no, it's really interesting to to kind of hear that. Um, And I know that's slightly different to some of the other things that you do as well, we're gonna talk a little bit about kind of sport and karate and how that fits Correct. into um, different things. So it's really interesting kind of hearing you speak about something that's quite different to that as well. Like, are you yes. quite mindful of engaging with different environments, whether it's professionally or just for your own interests? Like, how do you kind of balance your time between different things?
1: Yeah, no, that's a good question. Um, it, I think maybe five to 10 years ago, I was a very, very shy person. Um, For me, I struggled a lot to communicate with people and the thing that actually shifted my mind is that whenever you want to improve something in your life, uh, you don't have to be born with, uh, but you have to learn how to adjust, how to adapt uh, yourself. And that's what I've done. I've read books, I attended seminars, workshops, I wanted to communicate better. I wanted um, to get my message across and it at a professional way i have been always involved in finance accounting a little bit of commercial but ne- never actually had like an engagement with people um, but since i came to england here six years ago um, i was looking for something that could maybe help me with my process
0: mm.
1: and Actually, I found one of the very old hobbies that I had from the past because I used to practice martial arts when I was very younger, but then I stopped because of university and other responsibilities. But then when I found out that there was a club just by my house uh, that have a similar, um, let's say, style than, than the one that I used to practice, then I found like myself in straight away i said to myself this is the thing that i want so i've joined the club this was maybe four years ago before the pandemic and i still carried on practicing uh karate during the pandemic via zoom uh which was a bit challenging as you might imagine (laughs) i can't even get my head around how that would happen (laughs) it was yeah it was it was a complicated process because You know, the instructors, they never had this kind of experience. Uh, But I think it was a way for me to uh, not only stay active, but also not feeling down. Mm. And the sports, actually, I found a very big driver for uh, motivational purposes, because it actually gives me like a kick out of it. And if I'm like stressed, like, for example, during lockdowns where everyone was at home, Mm. Then if you're just looking at the news every day and if you have to deal with your daily financial, uh, social, uh, personal problems, then you'll get depressed. Then I found uh, in karate a way to just, you know, forget about everything uh, and then just focus on what I can influence. Because uh, there are things you couldn't do, like just go out and Mm. just buy some groceries but but karate actually gave me that uh thing just to keep me going and it was very very good because um I, I used to do it at least twice three times a week which was more than enough so it had that helped me a lot a lot a lot <laughs> that's really
0: interesting to hear thank you for sharing that I, where you, you mentioned it briefly there that um it was something you you did when you were younger or when you were a child and you kind of come back to it now but do you remember what was that first experience? Was it you did karate specifically or was that just one of many different sports or activities that you were doing at the time? Was there a reason why you did that when you were younger?
1: Yes, um, when I was younger, uh, as I mentioned, I was very shy. So I struggled a lot, even in school to talk with people, to talk with uh, other children as well. And once I was actually bullied or bullied. <laughs> and um this was uh yeah a traumatic experience i came home one day of course with my eyes sword and completely like you know emotionally down Mm -hmm. my my mother asked me what happened to you and of course i told her uh, i had an issue with a guy at school and then she realized okay this is not right we have to do something so she spoke with my dad and uh she thought maybe what Abdul needs is just to get a little bit, uh, he needs to get uh, more confidence in himself. Because if he doesn't stand for himself, then it will be d- very difficult for him in the future to lead, to deal with people. Yeah. So she s- searched at the time uh, we were in Portugal, because I'm originally from Portugal. And we actually found a club uh, that used to uh, provide shotok and karate classes. So there are many styles. One of them is called Chotokan. And yeah, that's that's how it all started. I joined the club and it was like completely um, mind-changing for me. I mean, it was so good. Uh, the exposure with other children, the communication with the instructors, mm-hmm. and then the activities that used to do to get together, like go to tournaments and all of this buzz of being in a group, belonging to a group. Uh, this gave me much more confidence and of course in school um i was more uh, open to people try to avoid any kind of issues and then someone when someone wanted to you know create kind of issues with me i tried to avoid it in the best way possible mm. um because i could communicate better so that helped me a lot definitely
0: that's great again thank you for sharing that i think um i'm really interested hearing you speak about um Karate, in terms of, from my point of view, it being a uh, like a solo or an individual sport, something you can compete in on your own. But also, you are like you say, you're part of a team or you're working together with that. But it's quite a strange, from the outside, yes, it feels like a strange thing because it's not tennis where you're on your own, but it's also not like basketball where you're in a team. It's like a weird sort of you are in a team it team is or so yeah yeah, yeah yeah
1: no i understand your point and it's, it's a very interesting combination actually uh one of the things that i like about karate is that you don't have to depend on others uh to perform at your best mm-hmm. so if i want to grade for example from white belt to yellow and orange green blue red brown black, etc mm-hmm. um then it just it has to be through my own effort uh however uh, and because when you do things with other people you always get better then of course you can uh, go to tournaments and do like um exercise like teamwork like for example sparring or even do the katas which are the patterns that you need to know to grade from one belt to the other you can do actually in group so like for example uh, i'm not sure if you uh, have heard about the world karate federation or um the many you know other styles where they have tournaments and then they are actually doing an exercise like groups of three or sometimes groups of four um that's where you can uh, try to synchronize with your teammates but that's not a requirement to grade that's just something for for improvement purposes i hope it makes sense oh yeah
0: (laughs) it's it's so interesting like i've had um i've had in the past friends that have uh participated in karate and i think i still have a friend that that does but we don't it's not something they really sort of talk about i i just so i just don't really know about it that much um but it's really interesting i think it's definitely going to prompt me to go away and ask more questions about what they're doing as well um because yeah it's just such an interesting environment to feel like you're part of like you say to have that option of almost it's the difference is kind of your mindset, I guess, as to whether you're pursuing this as a solo sport or as a team sport. Um, while there are options for both, it's, it's just, yeah, it's a very interesting um, option because I can't think of many sports that really have that. They're quite clearly either solo or, or team sport
1: activities. Um, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. I think um, in any martial arts, either is karate, kung fu, taekwondo, uh, it's all about uh, you finding yourself. And at least I I realized that with me because um, at a time where, for example, even before lockdown, I struggled a little bit in my life. <coughs> Excuse me. And I was actually, I didn't have a job. This was maybe some years ago, uh, six, seven years ago. Um, and what was actually... Uh, what changed uh, in me is that uh, I needed to find something that not only that um, I appreciate and I like, but also something that I can see myself doing doing it for years and years as like as a lifestyle. And karate f- for me was completely mind changing because this was something I could do all by myself. I even when I wake up like every morning. Um, I do a little bit of karate by myself, uh, some sit-ups, push-ups, and this helps me just to, you know, uh, freshen up. The karate, it, it's a whole process of, I think, um, internalization. Uh, you really have to be focused uh, to do it. Uh, and it helps you also with your, uh, let's say, um, I think it, it's a self-motivating exercise because for example i want to go to i want to get to the next belt uh i want to maybe try to do what my other colleague is doing but in a healthy way it's it's, it's like a healthy competition because the good thing is that everyone in a good environment will help each other when for example uh when i'm having uh, a class with other instructors then it's actually something that we can learn from everyone and. Sometimes it's a kick, sometimes it's a punch, sometimes it's a combination of both, sometimes it's a bunkai, which is actually the implementation in real life of a technique. Obviously, not in a real life situation, but like for example, uh, how would you we use that specific kick? How would we use that specific punch? Uh things like that. And um it's 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 actually that environment that it helps me to, to feel more comfortable with other people and the other thing is I can do it also by myself so mm. so it's 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 kind of like a mix of two good things that helps me in, in my in my daily routine
0: do you think I kind of get this impression that karate is a a sport in which uh, like well-being or mindfulness is like m- more of an obvious thing or more of an acknowledged thing that there's an element of kind of self-discipline um, and looking after your kind of your mind and your body. I don't know if that's, again, is, I don't know if it's just me from the outside seeing that, um, but does that feel like that's part of kind of what you experience within karate?
1: Uh, definitely. And one of the things that I've noticed uh, like from different styles of karate is that this style uh, it's called GKR So that's a mix of two traditional Karate uh, Japanese styles. So one is the Shotokan style and the other one is the Goju style. And the Shotokan is more like bam, bam, bam. Goju is not so much. So it's like bam and then you breathe. Use your breathing. You do a break. You do a pause just to uh, recharge yourself. And actually, this is something I was not used to do because in my previous style on shataka, of course, I was also more younger. I was like, you know, in my maybe 12, 13, 14 years old, I wanted to have to see and do more action.
0: Mm.
1: While as now uh, with over 40, I think it was a good experience for me because now I try to... <laughs> <laughs> Slow down, more breathing. Slow down, exactly. <laughs> and um it's it's a way for me to uh, be more focused. And definitely. the way you see it uh, from outside, I think it's it's a perfect description because mm. when you breathe, then you recharge your energies. And if you have a good guidance, if you have a good sensei, so which is instruction in Japanese, then you're in the right path. So you're good to go. Um, things become more flu like in a way that it's you feel more comfortable doing it because you're not only learning, you're practicing it. Um, And after a day of work, if you've been the whole day uh, in front of a laptop, just sitting, you just wanna go there, you know, and just wanna show what you can do best. And and this is the best way of doing it, at least in my opinion. Mm. Uh, Mm. And we have different exercises. We do partner work, we do sparring. Uh, Sometimes we just do, uh, we just stretch our legs and then we try to lift them up The highest possible just to stretch our body um and sometimes it's just about history (laughs) you know we just talk about uh okinawa masters we talk about different kinds of styles but how our style actually learned and how improved over the years as well um actually the founder of this style is still alive which is a great thing because he still comes you know he he still organizes tournaments uh back in australia he comes to england as well and we have to the opportunity to talk with him to learn from him as well and it's, it's, it's actually very very rewarding i would say and, and only in the uk they have like 600 clubs and it's just just amazing yeah
0: it's really interesting to hear how kind of those different um uh different disciplines um can overlap and kind of intersect but are also separate sort of learnings or teaching styles and practices as well i can't really think of another sport or competition again maybe my lack of knowledge here um where there's so many that kind of sit under kind of a similar umbrella of those different disciplines and how they work separately but also kind of intertwine under um, martial arts or karate or it's quite an interesting makeup of a sport if you were kind of discovering it for the first time
1: yeah yeah no uh, definitely it's uh, i would say uh one of the things that actually uh was easy for me uh, when i joined karate for the first time when i was like 12 or 13 years old is that um i didn't had to do any like uh partner work uh, just to show myself that i can mm-hmm. do it uh in the beginning was just very very basics uh, just, you know, uh, the blocks, the kicks, the punches, was just uh, for me to find myself. And um, and this, you actually do it in other sports as well. Like, for example, um, when you are running, you're running all by yourself, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, and you have to stretch your legs. Uh, sometimes you stretch your elbows, uh, stretch your arms, without even knowing it, or without even realizing it. But... In karate it's in a more coordinated and organized way that's the only difference and of course you want to learn how to fight you want to learn how to defend yourself because karate it's a form of self-defense and um if you want to really want to learn uh, how to you know to defend yourself then karate is the best sport of course we have other traditional styles as well but for me it was it was easier because i could do that I was already doing it, but not in an organized way. Mm-hmm. And karate taught me how to, how to do it in a more organized way. Um, one of the things that I, I found also interesting uh, is that, uh, for example, when we are doing um, like uh, some exercises in class, we don't actually, it's not only only about just practicing the kicks and the punches. Sometimes we do games as well. That are more engaging. Um, sometimes it's about memory because um, if you want to become a very good um, skilled karate master then you have to not only re- remember uh, the basics mm-hmm. but also do the most advanced techniques. Like we have masters that they would take about one or two full hours just to talk about the stomach level punch just to talk about that about the fist about the position of the arm uh why we are doing it in which environment we are doing it um and where the strength is coming from Mm -hmm. so there is so much about it it's just uh impressive i would say and that's one of the things i really like is that Many structures they have different kinds of knowledge and you can learn a lot about it.
0: yes, so in it's it yeah it just feels uh, so different to so many other kind of sports or activities that people might get involved in. I think it's a a really interesting one. I think you've mentioned a couple of different reasons why someone might get involved as well like earlier when you're talking about kind of the building up of confidence or communication skills, I think is a really um valuable one here. like I've heard people talk about, boxing in a similar way sometimes, like it's not always about the sport, actually it's about um, those almost like transferable or personal skills that you build up through participating in that environment. Um, I'm just wondering also from kind of like a well-being and a mental health side, whether you think there are obvious or maybe less obvious links um, in terms of if someone was struggling, how it would be beneficial to take up a sport like this as well?
1: Yes, definitely. I think for mental health purposes, not only karate, but all the other sports, they are a really great way just to, uh, you know, relax yourself, uh, just chill a little bit, calm down. When you are stressed about uh, uh, an issue, and it ha- happened with me, um, like I mentioned, I, I, I was in a period where I didn't have a job and I, I struggled a lot. Every time I used to send like a CV, I got rejected. Uh, but then I thought to myself, look, I have to reevaluate my options. And uh, while I'm doing this, while I'm looking for a new job, while I'm talking with people, networking, I need to be busy as well. Uh, so it's not like uh, I can not just like stop there uh, and just do that because mm-hmm. there are other ways uh, which I can do that, but also, um, how can I say? relax myself and karate helped me with that. So in the evenings, I used to go to classes mm-hmm. during the day. I used to search for jobs and yeah, I found a very good job. Now I'm working with a publisher. Um, I do all the marketing for them uh, and it's it's quite amazing. Um, and in the evenings, I not only teach, but also I, I learn uh, with the, with the other instructors so i think uh, in terms of uh mental health i could say that um if i would only be working and i wouldn't have like karate as a secondary or third activity then i would be very depressed i would be very stressed and of course you know the weather in england is not the best in the world <laughs> so just stay at home wouldn't be an option for me to to chill out of the legs <laughs> and because of of all these covid um regulations and restrictions um, there was a period of time where you couldn't travel mm-hmm. so what can you do you cannot go out you cannot travel so yeah karate for me was just a way to escape from all of this of all of those issues um i think also uh, what people don't realize is that it's a family sport you can also do it with your family and friends so if you have a friend you can always take him and just you know um engage uh with the with, with different groups uh mm-hmm. because for example just in leicestershire there are over 15 to 20 uh dojos how, how we call it so spaces where you can train and um yeah if you have a family member a relative it's a great way not only mm-hmm. you know for you to just uh forget about work but also uh do kind of like family engagement kind of activity um like after work. So it's 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 just amazing. And they have like classes every day. So Monday to 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 Sunday. So you can choose and pick up which day you want.
0: I think that's really interesting. Again, thank you for sharing that. I think it's really interesting to hear like the that different approach as well like of it being a family environment and it's something that you could bring a friend or a family member to. It doesn't have to be just a you thing like if you're trying to find something that is going to be something you do with your child or your parent or, or you know you want to find a sporting activity that you can participate in with a friend um, again I think that's a really nice option or something for people to consider and and see what those spaces are like I think there's definitely something worth worth looking into and I know you mentioned um, you teach as well so um, do you want to tell us a little bit about um, kind of what that can involve and what your what your space looks like
1: yeah sure uh so at the moment uh, i'm teaching um in a place where we can feed approximately over yeah 50 to 60 students but uh we have like two to three different holes i teach one of the holes and in my class we have like between 25 and 30 students uh from let's say uh six years old five six years old till 14 15 sometimes a little bit older um in the beginning uh i really needed to learn how to, to how to teach so mm. this was something new for me and i attended many classes uh with my sensei uh so sensei nick jones is a um uh, is a very known and renowned uh, instructor uh not only in england but also in australia uh and um i've learned not only uh how to teach but also about um strategies to get people engaged with you in the classroom like for example like i mentioned it's not only about self-defense or martial arts skills but also about gamification and you know trying to introduce some kind of uh games so that the children are more engaged i'll give you just a very simple example uh they have a lot of seminars where Instructors from Australia can uh, come and organize for the whole region, or sometimes mm-hmm. at the national level, and the, uh, it's called seminar or karate seminar, something along those lines. But if I tell to a five year old, "Let's go to a seminar," like what's a seminar? <laughs> <laughs> so it wouldn't make sense in his head, you know. So I have to be more specific, or I have to introduce some kind of so, I, so they told they they told me that uh, well, the word that we should use it should be something that resonates with them. So let's call it super class, or let's call it or super training. Mm. Uh, let's call it a training with a super sensei. You know, just like uh, when you watch like a karate movie like Cobra Kai or something like that. Then when you use this kind of psychology of words. Then it's more easy to get their attention, right? So this was um, something that I I learned along uh, along the time. And also, for example, even in the classroom, when I have some more challenging kids that are not very used to to be in environment where they have to be focused and concentrated, then I have to reward them. Like for example, if you do this well, I'll give you chocolate. If you do this well, uh, maybe we uh, we leave a little bit earlier. Okay. So just small things like that and the good thing for me is that i always uh, wanted to bring good for other people Mm. in terms of uh, like to avoid that they would have the same experience that i had when i was younger so I, i want to avoid that when they go to school they are bullied so for me it's encouraging them not only to stand up for themselves uh but also to use karate a way of like a lifestyle um, because we don't we don't want to teach them to be how to be violent or you know just to be aggressive towards other students or other people. Uh, I want them to see that karate is a, not only a way of self defense, but also is a way uh, that identifies themselves. So if they identify with the with the karate brand, mm-hmm. they are part of a group and they they feel more like encouraged to to do things, uh, maybe to study more um because this like for example uh it's 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 a little bit difficult when we're talking about it but when someone uh like when we're doing the techniques like the head level punch or um a round kick and we have this um technique which is called the ki so it's basically you have to yell uh Mm -hmm. just to show uh the impact like for example a stomach level punch or uh uh, round kick, you do the same thing. Is uh, uh, is uh, a way to intimidate or to scare your opponent? But in the dojo, uh, it's a way for them to uh, let go of bad energies mm. and for them to recharge the batteries. I don't know. It's 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 a bit like confusing. But for me, I feel much more relaxed when I when I scream. For example, yeah. I don't have to do it. Against other person, of course, I won't do it at home because that would be. <laughs> I don't want to have problems with the authorities, but, uh... <laughs> but... Look at
0: the neighbors coming around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a way for um, yeah for people, you know, for the students just to to feel more confident uh, during their the daily life.
0: I think for sure. I think it's really interesting hearing you speak about um the different aspects of essentially noise making i guess uh the yeah there's a part of of performance to it if it's to intimidate an opposition in a competition but i think um from a it's, it's not necessarily mindfulness but from a like a well-being point of view i think so often people you sort of touched on this a little bit like there's so much kind of uh uh restrained or inside that's not really being let out And not just through a physical activity of of taking part in the sport, but actually having this opportunity to make a loud noise and it being part of this thing. You're not just shouting or screaming because you're feeling rubbish or you're really experiencing something that's not great it's part of the performance you've got a really good reason why you are making this noise. But you've also got a you can put a bit more into it because you're like actually today has been awful this week has been really bad I'm really struggling I'm putting that extra sort of oomph into um those noises or the sounds that people are making I think it there's there's so much that's kind of on that I don't know like indirectly to do with the sport that allows someone to express some of those struggles and sort of process some of it to some extent as well I think it's really interesting hearing you kind of talk through that because it instantly makes sense and makes me feel like oh I knew that I didn't but it just makes (laughs) sense in my head and go oh yeah like that totally would work and would help not everyone but definitely a lot of people I think having that excuse or that rationale to I need to make a noise now here like here's an opportunity to really let out some of those things that I've been kind of keeping hold of
1: definitely Mike yeah I agree with you For example, I love watching football, okay, like soccer, and uh, I'm a big fan of the Premier League and Bundesliga, uh, La Liga, but the player, he cannot speak during the 90 minutes. Can you imagine? You know, he's doing a sport where he's putting all of his effort, and the biggest authority in there is not actually him, even if he scores three goals, if he even if he does a heart trick, Mm. okay. But if he, has a, if he had like a bad day and he has to go to a game and he has to put all this effort, uh, it will be difficult for him. It will be very, very challenging. Um, while as in karate, no, it's completely different. You go to a class, you, have, you can actually uh, and, you know, re- release all mm. the bad energy if you had an, uh, uh, an issue throughout the day. And you're good when you leave the, the, the class. Because you're so tired and you've already released the the whole amount of negative energies that you just go home, you just want to have a good shower mm. and you just, you know, relax for the whole mm. night. Sometimes, what I do, like for example, on Wednesdays, the class is from 7 30 to 8 30. I still have like a half an hour, so I go to swimming. And for me, it's the mm. best thing w- possible mm. uh, after a good karate class. Because for me, I always like the beach, the swimming pool, um, and I just like 45 minutes. It's enough for me. Sometimes I even do like 35 minutes, half an hour, and it's enough for when I leave the place. I just go home and have a very good night's sleep. Next day, I'm completely fresh. So, yeah, it makes a lot of difference, I would say, uh, compared to to other sports.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's really, it's, it's kind of setting my mind up on so many different um like thought some possible conversations in there as well um if people do want to find out a bit more like we've talked quite a little bit about the the the, um work that you're doing within karate if people wanted to find out a bit more about your class or other places that they could look where are like where are the sort of places that they could go to to um, find out about you or find out where their local karate place is
1: yeah sure so um, the club where I teach, it's called GKR Karate. So if you go to their website, gkrkarate.com, or even if you go to my blog, uh, um, uh, I just started recently, and I wanted to put uh, more articles about well-being, mental health, and the benefits of karate, you can just go to karatefans.co.uk, or you can just email me on um, yeah, uh, asakur, A-S-A-C-O-O-R at gmail.com. I will have, yeah, a great pleasure in introducing you to karate, talking about the benefits and maybe helping you. Sometimes you might be, you know, wanted to um, to learn how to overcome that obstacle and you want to know how karate can help you. Um, and of course, I- I'm not only give you uh, examples, but also from my own personal perspective, which can be uh, useful as well. So, yeah. Feel free to contact me. And, you
0: know. <laughs> yeah, lots of different ways to to kind of follow up. I think on that conversation. I think um, before we wrap off as well, can kind of you you mentioned the blog there as well? I think kind of touch on that a, a little bit as well. Sure. Um, obviously, you're starting to share some of your own experience and insights, and we've kind of mentioned some of it here today as well. Um, how does it feel for you, kind of having? those, not necessarily those opportunities, but actually doing that kind of sharing that experience of, you know, there have been times when I've struggled, and this has helped me. Um, That can also be quite a challenging thing to do to kind of share those lived experiences and some of those struggles. What has that journey been like for you?
1: Yeah, uh, at at the time, uh, before uh, creating the blog, or even uh, thinking about sharing, you know, things about my personal life, uh, I thought, uh, first, I posed the question to myself, um, you, will this bring any benefit to anyone? First of all, second, I, am I prepared to talk, to talk about my personal life? But then I thought uh, there are so many uh, children maybe like me that are maybe going or went th- through the same process that I went when I was younger, mm. then why not helping them? Now that I have the knowledge, now that uh, there is a way um, And maybe sometimes it's just about the awareness of the parents uh, about uh, the benefits of uh, practicing a martial arts. Um, And also sometimes it's about the the importance that we give uh, to activities outside school. Because sometimes uh, the parents are so busy with their, their own activities, they don't realize football, swimming, they are good sports, I'm not saying they are not, but it's uh it's more about an internal process individual process and while it's as you mentioned like uh karate uh, like football or any other sports like where you have to work uh uh, in 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 a team um in karate is is a bit different so that's why sometimes it's it's more internal more personal and that's why I think it's necessary for for the parents to know that they can find their, maybe the solution uh, to their kid's issue uh, in in karate. Um, I think it's it's now it's it's more about uh, trying to help people. You know, uh, they might have a different kind of issue. And I'm yeah, I'm uh, even sometimes uh, in my own dojo, uh, in my own class. Sometimes the, uh, the parents come and they ask me how is she, how is he, is he improving or not? Um, and I always give them my opinion, and they want to know. It's not only about become a good karateka, so someone that practices karate, but also it's about if she's improving at um, uh, in a level that is she more focused, is she more aware of what of what's happening around her, uh, um, is he more open to talk with other children, this kind of stuff. So karate is, uh, let's say, it's an impulse for them to help them achieve that. And that's why, for me, it's like rewarding to, to know that a parent comes to me uh, and says, she she's much better in school, she's doing much better uh, in swimming, uh, she's communicating with us. That's what I want to hear. <laughs>
0: that's so good. And thank you for not, not just this conversation, but all the other stuff, like you say, that you're you're prompting for for young people. And uh, in my head, there's so many overlaps with families, but just for for everyone that's thinking about engaging with different sports and activities and hopefully karate as well, I know this, we've had a nice run now i think of the last three or four different kind of podcast conversations have all been about very different things um so if this has been a prompt for someone to think about getting involved in a sport or karate in particular um yeah please do go and have a look at the website um and follow up on on what we've we've discussed here thank you so much Abdul for coming on and sharing your own lived experience and your insights and your expertise around this sport as well it's been a a real joy to have a conversation but also just hear some of your knowledge
1: has been has been really lovely so thank you so much for sharing no problem I thank you very much for inviting me as well and I wish you all the best for your podcast I sometimes hear some of your episodes as well so yeah best of luck for you as well
0: These are real people, they do have struggles. And it starts to get on my nerves, I just shut down. So many people suffer from mental illness. To get the word out that men have got to start talking. A lot of people don't understand the depth of the situation so they can appreciate, yeah.
1: It's difficult dealing with our minds and the suicidal thoughts were back. People knew that there was something not right, but they just
0: never really said anything or probably felt like it wasn't their place to say anything.
1: You're not depressed, it's, it's all in your head. That's probably the statement I've had people say the most. I mean, this
0: this this shit is real and it's hard, it's exhausting. Sometimes you need somebody to just give you permission. And I think people realize how helpful that one conversation can be just to figure out why you are feeling the way you are not only did this help me to write it it potentially might have helped some other people as well so it sort of started from there people just want to know that this they just want to know that they're safe to talk and share these things
1: so many people think they're alone and then you hear other people talk about it and they think oh that's you know that's so brave or I could relate to that. Um, and then they want to talk about it.